everyone this is the candid podcast you're listening to aditi and meera welcome to the third episode of this series we had put up a story on our instagram account asking you all what you want to hear us talk about and the response that we got was that people want to know about how different our life is in india compared to how it was back when we were in the gulf Yeah before we move into the topic i would like to tell you about what kind of a country is oman that is my home country uh, oman is a country that is mostly known for its uh, beaches uh, forts and all the ancient stuff uh, mostly oman is a country that is very peaceful like there are there's nothing like uh, noisy it's very calm the roads are very very organized it's like a very cute country as in like it's small not that populated so life over here is pretty 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 peaceful i say so i was raised in bahrain so i have been here ever since i was 2 years old and until i was 18 that is still my schooling was complete and speaking about bahrain it's the same thing as oman i would say it's like this tiny small country in gulf and um, you know i can describe it to be like a modern and developed village you know like that's what i can say about it it's it's so small and tiny fun fact that we don't really have any cities in bahrain it's it's that small that if you want to like start from an area a and reach the farthest area from a you will not take more than like 40 minutes maybe that is also like the maximum and that is going in like medium okay okay speed so that's how small it is and yeah it's pretty peaceful and calm um i have almost never heard of any crime happening here almost never and yes so life was all calm and chill till i was 18 and that's when i decided that i want to continue my studies in india and that's where the story begins oh my god yes uh, i think i did not mention about this but yes i have been in oman since my third grade and before that i have been in tanzania so for me life has been like about two continents like majorly two continents i haven't spent much time in india other than vacations so yeah the things that were in tanzania that was so different than the ones in oman like uh, you'll get to know like you just have to keep listening to this in this episode we're going to talk about all the funny incidents and things that have happened with us when we entered india and we're going to talk about how it has changed us and our lives so stay tuned till the end to listen to all of it yes so giving the topic a head start about drawing a comparison about our lives in oman and india I'd be talking about the first thing that caught my eye when I came to India was I I should say it should be the street food. So uh in Oman there was no system of street food. I don't know maybe we are just like uh, mall people then restaurant people. So we we don't have that kind of system of street food. So though we have a lane over here which it doesn't really matter. It's like almost not existent but yeah the kind of street food variety that india offers is like um, pretty amazing and i remember the first item that i tried and i loved 
was like pav bhaji i still go back to that place in mumbai whenever i land and uh, yeah so that was the first thing that actually struck out like it's like whoa what is this i know it was the best thing ever i mean you look to your right you see vada pav you look to your left you see like pani puri and i completely changed you know the person i was over here in bahrain i was like known for you know not eating oh look at this malnutrition girl she doesn't eat anything oh doesn't your mother feed you and that kind of a thing and now i have changed into this person who is probably the biggest food lover ever i cannot live without food anymore okay and this is all and all thanks to india and how crazy i got in india looking at all the food over there yes exactly i mean even i didn't know that i was such a food lover like before i came to india like i didn't know because i never had it like the only thing that we had over here was like at max the best thing that oman serves i think any gulf country serves is like it's shawarma so i think it's pronounced as uh, shawarma but i just call it shawarma because it's time saving the second major thing that i felt was different uh, was the language so now back in bahrain everybody everybody just talks in english because that's kind of like the common language since people are from different parts of india and different parts of the world and people speak arabic so yeah and when i came to india i could see that almost everyone is talking in hindi and i noticed that people talk in hindi more than the regional language of like the state like i study in which is maharashtra so everywhere i go people are you know like chilling and vibing and you know talking in hindi and that changed me a lot i'll be very honest about this fact i was very judgmental in the first few months okay i thought to myself that why are they talking in hindi okay i was having this kind of a mindset and slowly it just grew on me and now i have reached a point where i use at least one hindi word in any of the sentences i speak in so this is something that shocked my family as well because when i came back here in my first vacation and they heard me talk it was like a completely new mira talking like it my my language just got mixed up i was talking marathi and english and hindi and just everything all together Yes I mean indeed the language point is like really really valid in my case too but the next thing that i noticed in india was like the animals on roads like uh, you just be like traveling and then they be like some cow sitting on the road i mean it, it the cow doesn't give a care in the world okay the cow is just sitting and doing its own thing and then you just have to walk past it or like drive past it it doesn't care you keep honking you keep doing anything that thing is not going to move okay that cow is not going to move the biggest joke of my life is my two wheeler story okay so everyone who just knows me closely knows about this story and they are probably just going to hit their foreheads when i talk about this uh so a quick summary of it is that uh there are no two wheelers in bahrain exactly okay there are you might see only 1% of them on the road lesser than that probably and only you know delivery boys have it or maybe like really rich kids <laughs> you know have those racer bikes so other than that i have never seen a scooty in bahrain and i've never even driven one so when i went to india I I saw that all my friends have it and I thought that it is really convenient to have one because I usually travel to nearby areas so I was pretty behind my parents to get me a scooty 
and uh, they told me no several times because they knew what was going to happen <laughs> but i as usual was very adamant about it and i forced them to buy a scooty and the story that happens later <laughs> is probably the funniest one ever so um i put a scooty class okay and when you tell this sentence to anybody in india they are just going to be like what a scooty class does that exist <laughs> this is what they're going to react like and that's how everybody reacted when i told them that i've put a scooty class because i have no idea how to drive they were just laughing at me they are like why do you need a class to learn that who needs a class um, you know like we have just learned it on the road you know we just randomly drove one day and we learned and i used to just stand with a huge question mark because i have no idea like how people just know it and i don't I mean personally I've never had an opportunity to sit behind Mira but then for a reason I know that uh, she is a really bad driver because uh, I've heard stories from people that she has dropped almost like two people almost killed two people um <laughs> should I be telling this <laughs> okay I don't know okay yeah yeah this is uh, pretty much true so uh once when i was driving i hit two small kids or one i'm still not sure about it because um i crashed and actually it got pretty serious it's nothing to even kid about right now <laughs> but um yeah and i was taken to the hospital uh etc etc rest uh, should not be told but yes my whole driving incident is the funniest one because I spent like so much time going to the classes you know learning how to drive I finally learned how to drive okay and uh, I was pretty confident also I started going to many places you know on my own but then such stupid things happened with me I crashed and the funniest part was that I crashed on a road where there were no other bikes or cars or any vehicle so basically it was an empty road and i crashed anyway and everyone's just going to get judgmental listening to this saying that i'm probably the most stupidest driver but i'm really not that bad no one just believe nobody believes me so yes and now i just don't know what to do with my scooty because um, after this accident one more happened which was kind of not that major and now i have like complete bad vibes about it so i really have to take a call on what i should do with that scooty so yes okay i think we should move past the scooty incident now because it's a fact we know it mira is a terrible driver but anything uh anyways so uh moving to our next mentionable incident is about our hostel basically about the hostel was that there was like a 1 bhk room a 1 bhk like the most traditional 1 bhk you can imagine and then amongst five people we had to share that entire 1 bhk but luckily me and mira we lived in the bedroom and we had a balcony to ourselves okay but our balcony was like all time sabotaged by our other roommates i hope they don't hear this but anyways it's true so hostel was like another story that is like oh god hostel was pretty hard for me like starting for starting one or two months only i think but then later on i really really enjoyed it and then that's it i mean my hostel life was like done <laughs> and the most worth mentioning part about this 1 bhk flat was obviously that it had one single washroom 
so five girls sharing one washroom and we had to like deal with that you know and it was just bad okay it was bad i don't know how many ways or details i should explain this in but it became pretty bad and um again i hope our roommates not listening to this but uh, the thing is that they used to wake up in the morning at some 5 or 6 o'clock and go to the washroom and like i don't know stand in some sort of queue to go to the washroom and i used to wake up at 6 am and just like listen to the noise and look outside and i could see that they are waiting to take a bath at 6 in the morning and i used to look at aditi and she's sleeping and i'm in complete sleep like if i'm sleeping actually no one can wake me up i have no idea how the washroom sounds used to wake me up and i used to just get so mad you know just shut the door harder and sleep back and me and aditi were constantly questioning like why do they have to wake up at 6 o'clock for a bath you have got all day to do it so okay now i'm really hoping that they are not listening to this oh my god yes i remember this and we specifically used to rant about it because uh, they used to come to the balcony like after taking bath they used to like come to the balcony i think to like dry their clothes or something so it was really really annoying so like at one point of time we actually started locking the door and then we used to not wake up only like oh god i really hope they are not listening to this okay we used to not wake up when they used to knock the door we should just not wake up so that our sleep was not getting disturbed but just it was really really like um, i mean how how are people even that motivated to like take bath only in the morning like it just doesn't get in my head like how oh my god i just remembered another thing that happened with me uh so in india we have these sharing autos right so before i got my scooty i used to go to the college with these uh, sharing autos and it is like you pay a certain amount to them and uh, around 3 4 people sit in the auto and the guy takes you you know to a stop together or whatsoever and um, yeah so the i think officially only 3 or 4 people are supposed to sit in that sharing auto okay it is a proper three seater if you look at the size of the auto and like the amount of people that should ideally fit in it is 3 okay but <laughs> that doesn't happen i don't remember a single time when there were less than probably 5 to 6 people in the auto and it was always me who had to sit on somebody's lap <laughs> during the auto ride because everybody is just stuffed in the auto and every more people are just trying to get in and the auto guy also doesn't care to be more specific he'll be like aa jao aa jao bahut jagah hai aur baki so i mean the auto guy does not care if people are sitting on the seat or sitting on the roof of the auto okay they just like one people and uh, when he used to look at all the girls he used to just every auto guys to just tell me to just like sit on someone's lap yes i mean even i never got to sit like on the seat of rickshaw because every time it used to be like i used to be on someone's lap i used to either be like beside the auto guy or somewhere like i never got to sit on a damn seat i mean i'm paying the same amount as other people why can't i get a seat why do i have to like sit on top of someone's lap or someone's head and the whole auto ride used to be so uncomfortable okay because i am sitting on this edge of somebody's lap like i'm not even exaggerating this is like <laughs> legit true most of the days how i have traveled to college 
and uh, yeah i mean uh, some of you might just ask that why why couldn't i just take another auto i mean <laughs> why do i have to sit in the one which is so crowded but uh, i mean i'm always late to college so if i see any auto i just have to grab it if i want to reach to my classes on time so yeah that's the reason i had to just like you know adjust in such autos i think one of the hardest things for me to uh, adjust to in india were also roads like uh, the roads in india are like really peculiar for a fact that cars can come in not just cars okay there are like more bikes than cars like two wheelers more than four wheelers so these two wheelers can come from anywhere so like unlike in oman like or maybe bahrain also so unlike in oman like the roads are like pretty organized you have all the uh, organized road crossing system and also i was really scared for the starting one or two weeks it took me a lot of time to like get used to it like how to cross roads and all so roads was one of a hard adjustment for me it was very hard to cross roads because for a thing for a matter that uh, when signals are off you can cross roads right but even that's not the case in india because many of the times people are going to break signals and you just don't know when to cross and how to cross for many of the days in the beginning i you know i used to keep two legs forward and i used to see some some vehicle coming i used to put those two steps backward then again two steps forward again two step backward you know as if like i got out of my house for the first time i don't even know how to cross a road it was like that and yeah i mean i think you know from the first day that is how to not like how we could not cross a road till today we have grown a lot i i can say you know india has changed me a lot all of these things that i spoke about were not really rants but even though they were struggles it turned it turns out that these were one of my best memories and you know when i've uh, you know when time has passed and today when i think about india or my time in my college these are the things that i remember so i think these were one of my best memories and um, you know it just makes me feel that coming to india for my studies was one of the best decisions i ever took because it changed me a lot it changed who i am how i behave how i act you know uh, like our parents in gulf always say this thing that you know you are you are in an eggshell right now you know when you go to india you'll just get out of home and uh, it's like you live in india you can live anywhere in the world you know they say that so i truly agree to this point yes indeed like moving to india taught me also many things like about finances about budgeting like how to cut short my monthly expenses and everything so life in india was uh, pretty much organized in a messy way i don't know how to put that in like a more subtle way but uh, uh, living in oman i never got to know ki oh this is the price of this thing because whatever i was asked for i was given so coming to india you realize the value of money india has a lot to like uh, give me as in my spiritual and holistic development as to it really changed me as a person like it more than just finances it even taught me how to like uh, choose friends how to like maybe trust someone how to like uh, open up to people and most importantly during my school times i used to be more of like an introvert type of person but then coming to india made me like uh, really outgoing like i was out there and uh, i became really extrovert i made friends i made friends from all over the country all over the world in fact so yeah even i do not regret coming to india in 
any possible way so india is a really really uh, important part of my life and hence yes <laughs> i think i'm going to sign off on this note <laughs> definitely uh, moving to any country not just india bahrain or oman just moving to any country in the world uh, you know getting out of our comfort zones getting out of what we have been used to all our lives it changes a person a lot i've really started believing that and um, i think out of all the struggles and incidents and accidents <laughs> that have happened with me um i've gotten something fruitful out of it so i'm really thankful for this whole experience and you know everybody who is involved in all the parts of my life in india so yes i think this was a fun podcast to record <laughs> since it was us talking about our personal experiences and um, hope you liked it and see you next time